Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the 5-0 Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, the host of the show where we talk about matters of the community or community matters. Today I am joined by two co-workers from the Phoenix Police Department and, of course, our producer, Ed Cole. Thank you, Ed, for joining us each and every week and making this thing work. Detective Sidney Price and Detective Kelly McGee are joining us from the Phoenix Police. Now, I almost said document crimes detail, but it's the financial... Well, Kelly, what is it called? Financial crimes detail. And and that's intentionally called that because you do so much more than what we might perceive a document crime could be. Can you talk about as a whole, what the unit deals with and some of the crimes they investigate? Yeah, so we changed the name from document crimes because then we had to explain all the documents that we cover. Um, But basically, identity theft, aggravated identity theft, um, the fraud schemes that are coming out, and then we also have credit card fraud um, and things that go along with um, any fraud that's occurring either online or in person. Recently, we saw a movie. Family was home over the weekend, and we watched a movie, and the movie was based on a case that happened in Phoenix by people that we all know and have worked with. And I think that a lot of times people think, oh, they're victimless crimes, and that a big company, who cares if they take a loss? And we know that's not the case. Uh, I'm going to ask you, Kelly, in a second if you would be willing to talk about the impact some of these crimes have that maybe people hadn't considered. But before I do that, I want to bring in your partner, Sydney Price. Sydney, thank you for being here. Oh, you're welcome. You've been with the Phoenix Police Department for how many years? Um, almost uh, 18. It'll be 18 in March. And I feel like for the time that I've known you, you've been assigned to that unit, which is located in the Property Crimes Bureau. How long have you been investigating these types of crimes? Um, I've been investigating these types of crimes for about 12 years. Uh, the past six, uh, seven years have been focusing on embezzlements. Now, Kelly's been on the show before, and so I, I had a chance to ask her this, but the reality is these are incredibly complex crimes that span jurisdictions, multiple victims, as I mentioned, people who maybe others don't look at as being true victims because they think corporations don't feel it. Are you ever amazed at or intimidated by the amount of of depth that goes into these investigations? Well, um, it can be initially, but um, I have a good partner I work with, um, and we actually work through the cases together. So she's uh, very instrumental in uh, writing subpoenas for us to be able to get the information we need to be able to uh, prove the case. Kelly, one of the things that I had seen previously that you did, and I, I didn't tell you what we we're going to talk about today because I wanted to talk about this. There was a case. We were contacted by a victim, and the victim had felt that the agency they were working with was... Um, I don't want to say giving them the runaround, but they were not able to adequately address what the family's loss was. And as I mentioned earlier, this case had spanned multiple jurisdictions. It took you about three seconds before you said, I'll take it. I'll take the whole thing. Um, Incredibly complex investigation, detailed investigation. That work ethic that you have, because we were all in awe that you were so willing to take on that heavy of a lift, But you make it look like it's no big deal the way your work ethic is. You served in the military. Now you're with the police department. Is that work ethic? Is that attention to detail? Is that something that you've always had? And is that what's made you so successful doing this? Oh, I don't know that that's the the true element of it. I think one aspect is when you see something that's wrong. And I'm like, oh, I can take hold of that. I can take ownership of that, and I can probably make it to the finish line. Um, and really, when as an investigator looks at a case, 
you can see the finish line pretty quickly if, if you have pieces coming together. So when you look at it and you see that finish line and you're like, no, 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 it's so much easier. Let's just go. And then not that I'm leaving other investigators out. Um, a lot of those investigators are giving me pieces of the pie or pieces of the puzzle to make the big picture, picture happen and find that finish line. It, what impressed me most about it was you, the moment you heard the story, you, you started going into fix-it mode, notification mode. You automatically knew that there was going to be a lot of people touched by this crime, and you just... It, it was really impressive to see. And whatever career you're in, when someone says, just give me all the work, I got it. My only reaction was like, what well, can we buy you coffee? Like, what can we do to say thank you? But I think you do that or have done that the majority of your career. Just keep your head down, go in, just work really, really hard. And then you seem like you, based on what I've seen on our social media and stuff, then you just go home and enjoy your family. Yeah. You seem to have a very good sense of balance between what you did in the military, what you do in the police world, and family. Has that been hard for you to navigate during your career? It's definitely something that we prioritize. Um, I have worked details that I definitely don't bring anything home. Um, and it's just a compartmentalized. As soon as I roll my car into the driveway, I have a different role. Um, not that it doesn't seep over. Um, your emotional well-being and the well-being of your family, those are always going to matter. But being able to have it at forefront in your mind and, and know that there's some boundaries that you have to work at keeping in place, um, that's probably very beneficial for me and has been successful for me. Not always for everyone. Over 20 years with the police department, served in the military. What has the key been to having that desire to serve after all these years? What's the key? What is your why? What, what drives you? Uh, one is finding the passion in what you're doing. As long as you have a passion and you're holding on to that passion, everything's enjoyable. The second layer of that is having a team in place that you went one trust, but when they can see that you're overwhelmed, they just come in and say, hey, what do you need? What, what can we help you with? And having that team in place, we have that team in financial crimes. Um, and I think really, if we didn't have that team, we would be overwhelmed with some of the investigations. One investigator can't possibly get through some of the um, intense um, multi-layers -layer, that we're seeing, especially in identity theft. Sydney, have you found the key to your success has been knowing when to turn it off? Because you and I have talked on, on uh, numerous times about vacations you were looking forward to, vacations you were planning, obviously, before the, the world changed. Has that, has that been the key, or what's been your key to being able to do this for so long but so effectively? Um, I think just keeping a balance. And per the uh, conversations that we've had, um, I know personally for myself and my wife, we actually look forward to taking vacations. And it's something that you can look to or, you know, in the future and everything. So uh, that kind of keeps, keeps me going. No, I agree. It's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Now, I know you guys have so much going on, but even more possibly during the holidays, we always focus, uh, focus on the porch piracy and the package thefts and people, how they're impacted by uh, getting Christmas gifts. But what you do still rolls on. And I guess my question is, it, is it busier during the holidays because there's such a tremendous amount of transactions? Or have, do you even really see a, a blip in the activity? I don't really see a huge uptick. I think it's more um, awareness um, because we do have the media come in and talk about porch pirates. We have more purchasing going on because of the holidays. So you do see a little uptick, but not really in our seat. Um, I think it's pretty constant for us. Um, our thing is, you know, if we can educate them and get them to put some barriers and some obstacles in place um, to safeguard their identity, that's that's our main thing. Like what? 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 What is the? What? What should someone do? So there's three things. If I could get everyone just to review their credit report every year, 
That's huge. Um, you get to put those things in place, you review it, and then you put a freeze on it. If you don't need credit, you're not buying something big, put a freeze on it. Um, then we also have the AZ MVD Now accounts. Control your own account um, before someone else controls it. Um, so you can easily just look at azmvdnow.gov and create that account. And then also look at your own um, E-Verify for your Social Security and look at your, your Social Security statement. Those are the three things that get hit, your credit, your ID, uh, physical ID, and then your Social Security. So those are the three things that I always push. Every, every time you get an email from Detective McGee, these things are going to be in there. Someone's driving around, they don't have a pen handy. I'm just going to encourage them, go to the KTR website, check out the podcast, because you gave some really good information. You say check your credit report. What are you looking for? What should people be on the lookout for? Um, just credit that you're not recognizing or bank accounts that are showing up on your credit report that you're not recognizing. And the third is if there's an address on there that is not yours and you've never lived there. That means someone somehow has gotten in and compromised your credit report. Um, and it's not that hard to change an address. We have third-party mailing locations. That if they have your identity, they open it up, that address starts to report. Um, same thing with a credit card or a bank account. Um, within about 30 to 60 days, those start showing up on your credit report. I think a, a lot of us think, hey, it's not the big, it's not something movies are made out of where millions of dollars are taken. But there are habits that some of us have that are, and I don't want to say lazy, it's just a, a lack of awareness sometimes, and I'm guilty of it too, whether it's leaving something that could be used against me later or just not being as protected. Sydney, someone's driving around right now and they're wondering, what can I do to minimize my opportunity to be victimized? What would you tell them? Um, I would definitely tell them to keep a look at the uh, keep an eye on their account. Um, I mean, we all have we should have access to our accounts online, so you're just checking um, on a, on a regular basis to make sure that all the charges on there are accurate and yours. And whether you do it weekly, every two weeks, but definitely keep an eye on that. That would be my top suggestion. Kelly, you're you're by far the most uh, articulate person, I always used to steer people towards, hey, if you have a question about what you should look out for, or how do you get to be as safe as possible, talk to Kelly, because you've seen so many vulnerabilities. When people come up to you and say, what should I do? What should I not do? And you can't give them all the tips. What are the ones that you think you, you gave some great ones right now? What else just stands out as like, if you didn't do this, you would be better off? One is kind of have a relationship with your bank. Um, many banks now are offering free credit uh, monitoring. They offer a lot of settings that you can put into text warnings. That is like a first line, you know, defense in a sense. If you set up your warnings to like twenty dollars or, or or over, you're going to get a warning that someone has compromised your account. You'll be able to shut it down, and maybe two transactions will go through compared to maybe twenty down the road and completely deplete your account. So definitely know the resources that are within your own bank account um, and, and see what's available to you for free before you go and pay for something. And the reason I think you guys do such a great job educating, and Sydney, maybe you can talk about this, when you are vulnerable to identity theft or some sort of scam, it's not an easy thing to fix. Can you talk a little bit about the behind-the-scenes work that goes into getting out of these situations? Uh, it's very difficult. And if I can kind of uh, add to what uh, Detective McGee said, um, also at banks, you can actually put a limit. So if you are in the unfortunate position of having your uh, your credit card, your debit card compromised, you can actually put a limit on your debit card as to what can be pulled. 
Um, once that's done and you actually uh, realize that and make a report with the police department and everything, it does take quite a bit of time because we have to get a certain amount of information from you as to what account was compromised, uh, provide a copy of your uh, your credit card, your checking statement uh, to designate what uh, transactions were authorized, which ones were not, and so forth. And then at that point, we begin the investigation of trying to get some surveillance video, possibly if these were used at retail uh, locations such, such as your Walmart, your Targets, and so forth. Um, so we're definitely uh, fighting a battle to try and get that because all your retailers, um, they don't always keep uh, surveillance video infinite, you know, for an infinite amount of time, and it could often be 30 days. So that's a challenge that we have to try and get. So it's not always easy, but uh, you know, it, it's a different uh, challenge that we look forward to. Kelly, what comes to mind? Because I know you're always thinking of, and don't forget this. I'm like overall, I mean, we've had COVID, um, I guess, funding occur. Um, we have unemployment um, uh, claims. Um, so m- many of the times we tell them to ignore things, ignore, just look at your credit report. Well, now I'm kind of changing my story a little bit. If you get something from the Arizona Department of Economic Security saying you're getting collected or you're getting benefits and you don't think you were getting benefits, now we have another problem and, and we want to definitely reach out to them and, and start verifying. So that's just another thing um, as the fraud always decides to you know evolve. Um, but that's definitely something we're seeing here, too. Hanging out with you guys has ruined me. I always tell my kid, ignore texts you get if they're randomly generated. And we did ignore one, and then we got a $1,000 phone bill because we went into Canada. So that was that was on me. I, <laughs> that was my error. Uh, Kelly, you've served in the military. You've served in the police department. I know that you're looking at what's next and what's the future. What, what's your legacy? What do you want to be best remembered for? Um, hopefully that I leave templates behind, <laughs> um, workable items that the people don't have to reinvent this wheel. Um, things that I've already done or I've already put together, then we, you know, we can pass those on. So we hopefully make the job a little bit easier for the next um, people to take my desk position. Thank you for all you do, Detectives Kelly McGee, Sydney Price. Thank you to you, the listening audience. Thank you to Bonneville for this time. Until next week, stay safe. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.